All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Uremchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Uh, hey, Jay, I got a surprise for you. Oh, boy. Hey! <laughs> That's hey, USD hey, as well. Let's, let's get into go. it with the lead. <laughs> oh. I, uh, my Visa card is locked because of how many ATMs I tried to use in Arizona. But uh, I finally got that with a little interest on there as well because the bank I went to didn't have 10 well, I owe you 50s. 10. I owe you 10. Great. I like that we now have a great back and forth yes. of, uh, of money transfers. Welcome in to Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet Studio. Finally back home and in the Sports Closet Studio. 47 hours in the desert on a nation vacation, gentlemen. That felt both like 10 minutes in the desert and a week in the desert at the same time. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I think our bodies are all still recovering from what occurred the last three days. It was a lot of good. A lot, the, though. It oh, was yeah. the best. It was a lot of good, but unfortunately, good times come at a price. Do you yeah. know, actually, the most difficult part of the trip was when we were declaring through customs. And it was like, were you there for less than 48 yeah. hours or more like, than 48 hours? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, went, like, I, I went 48 hours, but less than seven days. I did that yeah, one, too. No, <laughs> I, did, I did 24 because we were only technically in arizona for like 40 but we landed hours. well thing is though I, I based it on we got to customs at like 7 a.m and then once uh, you cross customs you're technically in the states yes and we got back through customs at 3 p.m or whatever it was well now i'm gonna get arrested because i lied and i even hit the thing that you hit I, the declaration I, I said i declare that this is the truth uh anyways <laughs> the short for giant game day edition of the show frank saravalli is gonna swing by as we're doing some deadline talk like we do every wednesday we're also popping over on the oilers nation youtube where our boy adam anderson is in have to get up early for work today following the nation vacation was unpleasant our boy andy was a good time i liked hanging out That's with great. him oh yeah uh that was good daki is in and says nation vacation looked like a really great time may have to join y'all on the next one i like this thank you andy this was my first trip with the crew i feel quite comfortable saying it won't be my last that was Amazing. one of we look forward to hanging out again man that was <laughs> that that one has to be our best one yet i've only been to two and i think this one was significantly better than vegas and vegas was unbelievable too vegas is unbelievable but vegas is also just like insane right like yeah. you show up as a crew but all of a sudden like in four seconds everyone's gone because there's like Nine million people. We were a big crew the whole time. We were a unit. Yeah. It was literally just like, hey, we have called six Ubers collectively. Driverless. Yeah, driverless cars. Everyone go to the lobby. Um, it was a lot of fun. I got some photos here. 
Okay, let's, let's run through. Let's do a little trip down memory lane before we get into everything else. The pregame spot, Devil's Advocate was absolutely lit. That was so yeah. much fun. Aaron said he went back and watched the show as well, and we didn't seem that drunk, which is a dub in well, itself. Whoa, 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 I said we definitely seemed drunk, but it wasn't it wasn't anything bad. We were good. On what? Chalm was okay. No, Chalm was good. Oh, Chalm was fine? Chalm okay. was good. Chalm was good. Uh, Sergeant Battle, 30 people rolling into a Taco Bell at 8.30 p.m., feeling like 2 a.m. That When I looked at my clock in that Taco Bell cantina, and I was like, how is it 8.15 right now? <laughs> you took that picture of me, and I didn't know what time it was at all. And I went back and looked after you posted me. It was like 8.23 p.m. Like, oh, no. Well, there's there's the good. Chalmers clan right there. That was great. Yeah, we had people of all ages joining us at the Devil's Advocate as well. Rick just forgot how mics work. Yeah, Rick. That was the, on the post game when Rick was just standing there having conversations with us. And I was like, dude, like you need a mic if you're going to talk. Also, one, two, three, five beers, four shots on the table there. Some of the best memories were definitely this sitting around the fire as well. That was a uh, great hotel. That was a lot of fun. An amazing. Chalmers hotel. fake playing the acoustic guitar for like 30 <laughs> minutes was just, it was all time stuff. Yeah. Chalmers did what he normally does late night by a fire. He puts <laughs> on a show. Yeah. Uh, Captain Felton, absolute vibe. I know mainlander Tim was in here. Kennedy's in this photo. He said big shout out to Gene and Kennedy for making his yeah. wife feel now welcome. She wants to know when the next one is as well. So we don't have another one coming this year. I know. I feel sad. Like I want one like tomorrow. Man. I know. Ah, it, it really is too bad. But uh, next year, next year will be a big oh, one. Oh, there's us. our Oodle Little contest winners. Yeah, two of our contest the winners. Best behaved plane baby I've oh, ever experienced in yeah. my life. It only cried when we landed in Edmonton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because they poked <laughs> the baby in the, in the eye. eye. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing oh, no. on the plane. I mean, we had laughs the whole week and we were laughing on the plane. We were like, Baby didn't cry. Really had to push your luck on that one. <laughs> Goat. Yeah. Okay. Goat. Goat and Brad Stepanko. The best. Legends. Um, our other Oodle Noodle contest winners, Craig and his wife, they were a ton of fun to be around, too. Beauties. He was an absolute beauty. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's his hat trick hat, too. Well, he was ready. Keep that thing on you. So yeah, Keep that thing on you. Uh, that was It was really, really good. Captain Felton and Chris Palmer, the uh, now famous kiss. The kiss scene around Edmonton, I guess you could say. And then um, the, the last one. Yeah, the one big group shot in front of the bar, too. It was just... Kids were in the bar. It was great. Yeah. It was a family, family <laughs> It was a activity. family affair, man. Yeah. Well, when it's daytime out, it's it's all ages. <laughs> yeah. Only, that was that's what I liked about it is that yeah that, that was at 6 p.m. <laughs> is that like it was just all during the day all the mayhem during the day go to the cantina to kind of like quote unquote end the night and then go have an awesome fireside session by the pool at the hotel as a crew we Watch put it. in a four and a half hour shift in the hot tub together yeah we were you come out like a prune just, I came I took like an hour break out by the fire and then I oh, went yeah. back in as well so um I yeah, that think was awesome. it's amazing when we go on these trips how many people like watch our shows and interact with us who aren't from Edmonton? Yeah. Oh, I know like, it's absolutely insane to be honest. Strong Utah contingency, <laughs> yeah, very yeah, like wrong. like three separate groups from Utah. I know we didn't like the Utah chance, but if they ever do move, well, I, I just didn't want to. I just yeah. didn't want to jinx the team. That's all, Mike. You can't because we had a bad second nope. period and people we were, were changing Utah when the game was tied. And I was like, shut like, up, stop <laughs> it, stop it. We need to manifest a victory, and then we yeah. slowed down, and then the Oilers sped up. It was yeah, great. Was Patrick was also from Utah. I thought he was yeah. Danish. Um, just because you saw the name Patrick Casper, Patrick you're like, Casper, must be Danish. And if you look at his picture, I don't know. He, don't he's know in the he was in the chat. Like, Maybe he's got Danish know. roots. Gotta. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. It feels kind of Danish to me. Yeah, Utah was Utah that? was representing. <laughs> it was it was good to hang out with Utah. Uh, Angela from Scottsdale. Yes. She came on the postgame show. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Adam from San Diego. Oh, yeah. Oilers Adam. He's a beauty. Yeah. The guys who are playing for ASU. The guy oh, who also bought the sweater. Shout out the guy who sold these sweaters. He walked in the bar. I he, instantly was like he, 20 bucks. He, if he had 100, he would have sold 100. And 20 bucks for this. I know. It's a banging deal. I don't know how he you lost uh, money on that. Uh, we Kyle can't make it. that for 20 bucks. I'm coming on the next one. Hopefully next year, I think a good goal would be if the schedule breaks our way. Three. One every twenty games, three would be good. Three would be good, and three we should. Be, we, yeah, lot, yeah. Well, well, I'm really hoping this Germany thing is a as a thing. Or well, if they end up being get our uh, leader hosing on. Oh yeah, it's a long fight flight, but I'll grind through for. Uh, can for it the be guys. at the beginning of the season too, and you can get Oktoberfest? That's my dream. It would have to be like season opener. Oktoberfest, yeah, like late very, September, very, early October. Yeah. Mm. Don't let the name fool you. True, that is true. <laughs> 
Oh, Christopher Palmer, time. three games on one road trip. He had a hell of a time going yeah, from he, St. Louis was, to Dallas. Yeah, Phoenix. he was got the whole feature yeah. on the Sportsnet broadcast. Yeah, that was crazy. I couldn't believe that. Um, all right, okay, yeah. that is our Nation Vacation recap. I'm sure tomorrow on Real Life we'll uh, we'll do it all again so people can tune in there. But we do have a game tonight to talk about, just on the topic of Oilers fans, Nation citizens being the absolute best. How many like out of town, out of country people are in for this road trip right now? Like, yeah. obviously, there's our boy Dukes yeah. from uh, from Australia who's in. I saw him and Waz yeah. went for Korean barbecue together yesterday. Of um, course, but Dukes right. is in. We have a couple of friends in from that real authentic. Well, actually, you know what? Yes, of course, is authentic. We have good Korean here. Yeah, I wonder if he's ever had a donair. Well, that, like that. That's that, authentic. That has to happen. Um, but we have. I know a couple of people coming in from like england UK. and stuff like that from the yeah, uk blackpool which is actually really close to me really in bolton is a yeah lancashire town what the seaside it? actually is blackpool they have a, a tower called the blackpool tower mm. which is similar to oh, the original tower but not very not quite as uh they also have a massive roller coaster you're ready for this one jay it's called the big one <laughs> it better uh, live up to the name it's big it's a big boy so russ jericho jack mccarthy are the friends visiting us from over in the uk and then suark is in from the states as well i saw him tweet us a little bit brandon a fan from illinois who's in and i know there was someone else in the chat today and i'm sorry because i lost the comment i can't find it said they're going to their first Oilers game tonight in edmonton Enjoy. as well so that's awesome. really really cool um if you are in town for whatever reason and you're looking for someone to watch the game on saturday just a reminder we will be at greta for our BOA watch party, there is it. There's a lot of reasons to attend these things, but come on, an eight o'clock BOA on a Saturday night, that place is going to be absolutely rocking. Yep. We got food specials, we got drink specials. You get a shot when Edmonton pops home their first goal as well. Tickets at NationGear.ca. Proceeds all going to prepaid. free play, pre, yeah, prepaid. That's what I said. I said okay. you. I said I said you get a shot. Choir one. Uh, you got the AGLC father in law. I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, free play for kids is the charity for this one. So proceeds all go into a good cause as well. Head to nationgear.ca to get in the mix. If you're maybe looking for a family friendly event to come and experience with the nation crew, we're also doing brunch for Ben in a couple of weeks down at Greta. Again, pregame show is going to be going live from here as well. It's a matinee between Edmonton and Seattle on March 2nd. Tickets are 25 bucks going to uh, the Ben Stelter foundation as well which is always great to support them our second annual brunch for ben at greta all ages as well to your 25 dollars ticket gets you in the door and then from there we do have some uh, again food and drink specials at greta so it's going to be a couple of good parties here over the next couple of weeks for us with our friends over at greta do you remember what happened last year brunch for ben was that the comeback against the rangers it was the comeback against the new york rangers when evan bouchard found his legs again and then a couple of days later, you got the game tying goal against Florida with like three seconds left. You, that is correct. And ever since then, you could argue it's just been nothing like oh. that for Evan Bouchard. He obviously had a big game against the Dallas Stars over the weekend. Looked good against Arizona as well. Mm -hmm. A little tease for later in the show. He's hit a shot prop in four or five. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's get into things a little bit. Sherwood Board Giant Game Day edition of the show. Edmonton back on home ice. Five straight home games to wrap up the month of February. You get Boston, Mini, Calgary, LA, and the St. Louis Blues as well. So, honestly, like five relatively tough matchups as well. Mm -hmm. Boston, absolute wagon. Minnesota put up 10 goals on the Vancouver Canucks the other day. They're the starting to get back in the mix a little bit. Every, No matter where the Flames are in the standings, every game against the Flames yes. is a tough matchup. Yes. And Edmonton's on the second of back-to-backs for that one. The Kings on Monday. Did you see that goal by Quinton Byfield yesterday? Oh, that was nasty. No. That oh. is an absolute goal of the year. I, it's probably a lock to be goal of the year, if we're being totally honest. And then the St. Louis Blues to wrap up the month, who just doubled up the Oilers less than a week ago. So it's a tough stretch. It starts tonight against the Bruins. The game day brought to you by Sherwood Ford at the Giant. Check them out online, SherwoodFord.ca. We'll have our keys to victory in a bit. But what do you guys think? Back on home ice, a little five-game run here. This is an intriguing test because... Like, you know, I'd be happy with three and two in this five game stretch just because how tough the opponents are. But Edmonton may be putting a stamp down over this next 10 day run and being like, hey, look, we can beat really good teams. We own the ice at Rogers place. Like it could be an interesting statement week. Is what well, call it. We, we have to make a statement against a few teams. Uh, Boston being one uh, showing that we, we 
lost them at home last year, but beat them on the road. Beat them on the road. Late wrister from Darnell Nurse ended up being the difference. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's good to show that we can be world beaters. So I think that's a statement game. The Minnesota Wild, for the life of me, is a statement game just to break that hex. I should I call it X. Mm. Erickson X. <laughs> We've been X'd. Uh, obviously BOA LA is a statement game after the last game we had against them. And then St. Louis, like all these games are like statement games. You can create that narrative if you want. And I feel that it's true for all of them. So So we got to come out. We, this is like the prove it alley. Yeah. Right. Leading right up to the deadline too. Like if you go on a four and one kind of run here, you get points in four or five or something like that. I I do think, you know, maybe you, you, Maybe we trade yeah, for Ken. Tanev on Friday night. Oh, he switches locker rooms. That'd be something. Do the old swap. That'd be something. Uh, AJ was in on the chat and says, we're catching Vegas five points back. So taking a peek at the standings, this is going to tie into my Sherwood Ford Giant game day question here as well. Edmonton is actually three points it's back of Vegas back. with four games in hand. So very reachable. If you go two and two in your games in hand, you're going to be a point ahead of them. If that happens and you win the two games, you're going to hold the tiebreaker. The actually the Oilers already have more regulation and regulation overtime wins than the Vegas Golden Knights. But the one I wanted to ask you guys about for the short four giant question, the Vancouver Canucks are slipping their first three game losing streak of the year. Their power play is absolutely in shambles. You're 13 points back with six games in hand and one more head-to-head matchup. So the Oilers do technically control their own fate for the top spot well, in the division. But, like, but that's assuming that you go undefeated in those games in hand. Yeah, it's it's a long shot, but, but like, you control your own fate. It's it's definitely doable. It's it's definitely doable. And yeah, we need Vancouver to continue sliding sliding. We hope we we knew that like, yes, they're a better team, and goddammit, the GM is making some good moves. But at some point, they have to regress to the mean. Like, this is not sustainable. So I'm glad that they're sliding a little bit, get a little doubt in their heads. Hopefully, I wish we were playing them during this time to really kind of put that. That's a statement game and a half. There ever was one this season. But it's doable. I think we'll definitely leapfrog uh, Vegas. And that's for a few reasons. Just the fact we got those games in hand. You know, our records, if you mash together OT and losses, OTLs and losses, I think is actually better. is that our points percentage is better? Yeah, there yeah, you go. 644. They're, they're without Eichel and now without Stone. LTIR space for Gensel, said someone in the chat. Oh, here. that's the whole thing, man. Like, such God BS. It was Daki who said that. It's, uh, but it's, it's true. I have a it's fun. True. I don't know if Eichel, and I know I said all this last year with Stone, but like, I don't know if Eichel's is that serious where they'll be able to do that again. But Stone's. If Stone goes uh, LTR to playoffs, that's enough cap space to bring in Gensel. Is it retroactive? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that what they did with Eichel? Yeah. So how much longer can he be on the LTIR? Oh, he can I know be forever, on, but like, what's the minimum? The you know? minimum, or whatever it is, ten games or twenty-four days or both. Both okay, so ten he's games. Only probably miss like eight games. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I don't know. So man. if but if one is done until the playoffs, yeah, that is all you need for Gensel, and you don't have to put any. Any pieces in place to eat salary. Yeah. Another thing with Vancouver is they actually have a pretty tough stretch coming up too. They have Seattle tomorrow. Then they have the Bruins at home. Pittsburgh kind of hit on this, aren't they? The Kings, the Ducks who suck. Then the Kings again, Golden Knights, Jets, and Avalanche. Yeah, so and I know. Tough. Yeah, we did. uh, Someone said before you say anything about the Canucks, look how uh, it's Jack said before you guys say anything about catching Van, look at their March schedule. It's all home games. So Vancouver is a really damn good home team this year. Way better at home than they're on the road, even though they're kind of really good in both. But they play all home games in March, Vancouver. uh, They they, play nine in a row. Yeah, they they end the month with nine straight home games. That seems. Yeah, they have. They're at home from March 8th all the way until the end of the month. And then they go on the road for then they months. like head out to Vegas for and do the another Western swing. But nine straight home games, that'll be good. But then you look at the teams they kind of play. It's like, okay, they get Winnipeg. They get Colorado in that mix as well. LA and Dallas are in that mix. So they do have, it'll help that they're on home ice. And the Oilers have a somewhat difficult schedule. It stretches from now to the end of the year too. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe it is still out of reach. Yeah, it That's, is still out of reach, but I don't think it's impossible anymore. No, I think there's, I think it's an option now. I think not that long ago, it's like, hey, they look like they're really out of reach, but this little skid has, has done something. But also, the Oilers are really good at home. They've lost one since the knob block at home. Yep. 
So there's nothing to say they can't win their next five games and be right next to Vancouver. Well, right? these next like, five games will kind of tell us if they actually really do have a chance. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I think they'll win four of the next five. I think I really? agree with what Jay said. Like, a lot of them are statement games. Uh-huh. Like, St. Louis embarrassed you. The Kings embarrassed you. You're playing Calgary. Minnesota have done some work on you earlier in the year. And then I'm the Bruins just just a tough game. God damn Minnesota. Why am I scared of Minnesota? I, know. I agree, though. Like, it's just I just one don't like games. it. And I'm going to the game, too, and I'm just, like, scared. You Oilers, I'll bet my way out of it. So, uh, Cole said the Oilers' April schedule is brutal to end the year. But oh, yeah. I would also maybe follow that up by saying their March schedule isn't that brutal. Like, you start with Seattle, they're not good. Or they're average. They're average, I'll say. Pittsburgh, you play them twice back-to-back Sundays to begin the month. They are not. They haven't been able to catch momentum at any point this year. And they and might not have Gensel. They won't have Gensel for either of those games. Well, he's hurt, right? Yeah, he's out. Yeah. So they, no matter whether they trade him or keep him, they won't have Gensel for those games. Columbus is in there. Buffalo's in there. Washington, Montreal, Buffalo again. Like Ottawa in the mix. You get Anaheim in April or in March as well. Like there are a lot of winnable games. So as much as you could sit there and be like, well, Vancouver is on home ice for nine games and whatever. Vancouver plays some tough teams. They play some easy teams. The Oilers are kind of the same, and the Oilers themselves have three, six, seven home games that month. So it's a crazy busy Just schedule. Got to get through these five games, and yeah. then March is where we can catch up. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Like winning a, a-, a- B. If you want to flash up the schedule again, winning four of these five oh, man. would be really. I tough. just don't want to play Vegas in the first round. I think See, but someone else said they're sick of playing L.A. in the first round. But I'm we'd be playing. That's boring. What's that? I don't like playing LA, but I don't want to play Vegas because they're. But really we know good. we can beat LA. Well, I just we don't know what strategy is going in place of the Golden Knights here. I know, but yeah. you know what? We don't know what Uncle Ken has done yet at the traded line. So yeah, you get through that first round, and it should be smoother sailing. All right, we still have a lot to get you today on the show. We are looking for a service credit union mock trade. So if you got a mock trade, you can drop them in the chat. We'll maybe get to those a little bit later on in the show. Also, when Frank swings by, we're going to leave a little bit of time to get to some listener questions. So submit some mock trades in the YouTube chat. Go ahead and submit some questions for Mr. Sarah Volley as well. What we all have- capitals, what your question is. Easier ah. for me to find. Oh, there you go. Okay, there you go. Help out, Aaron. Put in your question. But when in you read caps. it, you have to yell. Deal. Oh, that might be kind of funny. I don't know if Frank will like the bit, but that sounds kind of funny. Um, we have, and after that, we'll have our keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. All your usual Sherwood Ford, the giant game day stuff going on today on the show. Uh, Frank Saravalli is, oh, he's not in here yet. Sorry, I thought that was him who popped up at the bottom, but we'll get into some trade talk here. He's going to have a new trade target. That was the March schedule coming up tomorrow. Oh, well, should we look at the March schedule? Let's give the people the visual. Let's take a peek. I know it's a little bit tough to see, but again, yeah. there are some winnable, winnable, like the fact decent spacing in there. Like we don't have any back to back. So we have one back to back, two, two, back, three back to back, three, okay, five second, and, second and third, ninth and 10th, 23rd and 24th. That's a lot of back to backs, actually. <laughs> oh, 23rd and 24th. So is it, is it Leafs Ottawa? Is that the back to back? Yeah. Uh, at the end 20, there, yeah. Sunday to Monday or uh, Saturday, Sunday. They're all Saturday, Sunday, back-to-back. Weekend back-to-back. So if you're going to have a back-to-back, it's Fun. good to have it on a weekend. Ooh, that's what I always say. On the road and in Pittsburgh at home. Yeah, that's not ideal. Also, just from the perspective of pre- and post-games, Aaron, you have one day off next month. Yeah, I kind of, I've <laughs> kind of been uh, dreading this month the whole time. So March Madness, they call it. Yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely going to be March Madness for uh, for the Oilers. Aye, aye, aye. Whew, yeah, that's, that's a lot of hockey. You know who's going to have to step up there is Calvin Pickard. He's going to be relied like, what do you, what do you mean step up? Oh, I know he has been good, but just keep doing Calvin, his thing. Just I do guess. your thing three or four times this month. Well, pull it back up, Aaron. Sorry. <laughs> I think this is where you get some relief for Skinner as well, isn't it? Like, like I said, Pickett's probably playing once a week through there. He's got to. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, you're all the back to back three. Fine, though, and like, then you got to cherry pick some uh, some matchups there. Yeah. Right? Like, I would be tempted, you know, that game against Montreal, for example, right? You maybe give Pickard that one, and it's like, okay, Stu has like a four day break yeah. in the middle of months. That's a lot of hockey. It is. It's a ton and then of may, hockey. Maybe like the second week there, you give him Washington. Uh, sorry, the Pittsburgh week. 
Oh, yeah. Maybe you give him Pittsburgh at home and then you end the week with him against Buffalo on the road and breaks it up nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Like he could play five times this month, that month. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Because he's getting getting all three. So with the back to backs, he's getting one each. And like I said, Montreal and maybe you give him like even that Columbus one, Liam or whatever. Like, yeah, you're definitely playing Pickard. I think this month will actually be really close to a 50 50 split for me. Totally honest. Pittsburgh, Buffalo. Montreal, Ottawa, Anaheim. Okay. So the re- Pittsburgh, uh, Skinner gets that full week of um, Pittsburgh, Washington, Avalanche, and then you come back with the Montreal game for uh, mm-hmm. Pickard. Avalanche game will be interesting. That'll be another be big size up game. All right. Let's get out to the Star Mechanical guest line. Star Mechanical is one of Edmonton's biggest locally owned and operated plumbing and heating businesses. They've been in the community for more than 20 years, and many of the homes built in Edmonton over the last 20 years, it's had that Star Mechanical stamp of approval on it. They do 24-7 emergency service, plumbing, heating, HVAC services. You can contact them online at starmechanical.ca. We contact Frank Saravalli every Wednesday on this program from Daily Faceoff. Frank, we were just uh, we started the show with our nation vacation recap, mm-hmm. and we you know finally got to see a game out in Mullet Arena. Maybe the only time we'll get to go out there. Sad. It's sad, but also it was very cool to see the Oilers play in a tiny rink like that. But at the same time, Frank, there was like the non-Oilers fan side of my brain that was like, this is wildly embarrassing that this is a legit NHL barn for 41 games a year. Yeah, and I think the NHL is at the point where they're saying okay, we could understand the embarrassment to get to where we want to get to. I mean, NHL teams for the test of time have been playing in temporary arena solutions. The Corral in Calgary, uh, whatever, the Cow Palace in San Jose. Like, there have been tough spots that the league has been in, but it's for a finite period of time, two seasons and out, three seasons at the most. The issue with the Coyotes in Arizona is that it's there's no end in sight. It's interminable. They don't have any concrete plans to get anywhere on an arena. And I think the league is finally saying enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to chalk that up to one of my favorite NHL experiences. I know it's embarrassing for the league, but just for just to go and attend and just, it was, it was amazing. Yeah, I'd recommend every fan go and try to do it. Yeah. If especially you got if- about uh three, three, two months left, a month and yes. a half. What do you think, Frank? You think they're going to Utah? I do. Yeah. I think it's, I think the league is fed up. I think they are not believers in this ownership group anymore. That's just my personal belief. No one has said that to me, but you can just tell by the way they talk about Alex Morello, Maruello and his group that uh, they're just, I think they've lost faith that they can be the group that pulls this off. And you know, until we see a definitive statement one way or the other, we won't know for sure. But that's just the sense I get talking to people. You are going to have a new trade targets board coming out tomorrow at dailyfaceoff.com. So let's get into the trade talk a little bit. The last time you put out a new list, a name like Scott Lawton surged all the way up into your top five. A couple other new names in the top 10 as well. Can you give us a little tease? Is there one name that's going to be creeping up your board higher than others? Well, one name that's going to be added to the board, I don't know where he's going to land, probably some somewhere inside the top 10 would be Riley Smith from the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I think he's going to be an interesting guy because he has the playoff experience. He was a huge part of the Golden Knights run last year. And is there any chance that for a Vegas Golden Knights team that's looking for a winger, could they just reunite? And not to give Oiler fans nightmares from last year's playoff series. But I, I envision the Golden Knights at some point bulking up. And with that looming as a very likely first round matchup could get really spicy. Yeah, it could be Riley Smith. One more year at 5 million bucks. He was obviously traded from Vegas to Pittsburgh and there was no salary retained in that transaction. So he is free to go right back to Vegas. Pittsburgh would be free to retain money on that as well, I believe. So um, that would be an interesting reunion. But you look at that number of $5 million cap hit, and I know, Frank, it's always a hot topic. It leaves people rolling their eyes. But Eichel on LTIR, Stone out. Do you think Vegas is, like, are they really going to get away with this again? I'd imagine, uh, we don't have any idea on timelines because Vegas is really so secretive about their injuries. But I'd imagine that they're going to be very closely watched from a league standpoint and from other teams crying foul that 
unless it's legitimate, I don't think they're going to be able to get away with it. Hmm. What do you think the Oilers have any interest in bringing in another goaltender? I know Tyler tweeted out the other day that Pickard is has done a good enough job to be here, and, and a I lot got of people, flamed for it. Yeah, people, people coming down my throat for paying attention. I would have come to your defense. I just don't see how that can be an option for this team when there's probably three other bigger needs in front of it. Is that fair to say? Yeah, and I think that's where the Oilers have arrived. Like in the back of everyone's head, I think everyone's kind of curious. You know, are we if if for whatever reason Stuart Skinner falters in the playoffs, are we comfortable with the pieces that we have behind him? And there's been no evidence to point to when it comes to Cal Pickard and his play that he's been anything but solid for this team to this point. And then you've got Campbell waiting in the wings with no salary cap if you need to use him in the playoffs, which I think is a really nice, you know, sort of side benefit. Not saying that you want to throw him in there at any point, but if you have to, He's certainly better than a lot of other third goalie alternatives and options that I don't think the Oilers are overly concerned right now. And frankly, with relatively limited assets to spend, like they're in good shape right now. But once you go about filling some of those other holes that there's probably not going to be a ton left over. And I don't think that it's super high on their priority list right now. One area we've talked about a lot is obviously upgrading the forward depth, and that's split into kind of two areas. It's do you want the high-end right wing? Do you want the good bottom six centermen to round out the depth? We saw Nick Dowd go down with an injury the other day. Do we know how significant that is yet? Not yet. Uh, They've obviously recalled a player, so he's going to be missing at least one game, but we don't know for sure how long he's going to be out. But I would have to believe that he's one of those guys that's on Edmonton's list that they'd have to be thinking about for bottom six help. The other guy, and there was a deadline countdown story about him was Scott Lawton and that idea of going out and getting a guy with some term. You and I talked about this a little bit on DFO live today, but I kind of said, and you compared it to the Barkley Goudreau deal. That was a Tampa team with a ton of high end talent that went and identified a guy that was, okay, he's just going to make us deeper. And I do think it's an interesting argument for the Oilers of, you have all this high-end talent, not saying they're the Tampa Bay Lightning or anything, but this is a guy who's just going to come in and kind of bring you something you don't have. Good defensive effort, PK, all of that kind of stuff. He does produce a little. Do you think there's legitimate interest between the Oilers and Lawton? I'd call it cursory interest. I'd say that they're on the list of teams that have contacted the Flyers to check in and gauge interest. But I don't think that given the high price the Flyers have set because they're in a position playoff wise that with two years left on his deal, they don't have to do anything. They've basically said, come and pay this price and you know, you can have him. And if not, we're keeping him for ourselves that I think Edmonton and a number of other teams have sort of made the decision that while he's an intriguing piece, he certainly presents a different element than, you know, really what the Oilers have in their bottom six, that the question is given the high price. And yes, there is you know, the potentiality of three playoff runs with him, but how much does he really change your playoff chances this year? If you're talking, you know, how many of these deadline pieces as a whole, I think it's fair to ask of the whole market. We're talking probably low single digit percent changes that these, these players would be making outside of a Jake Gensel and outside probably of a Noah Hannafin. We're talking low single digits in terms of changing your playoff fortunes in playoff chances. And that I think is a really important way to look at the deadline relative to future assets is short of getting one of those guys or short of putting together a package where you fill multiple voids. I don't think the Oilers think that it makes a lot of sense to target Lawton in that case. Well, sometimes like playing and working around the edges for those small percentage gains. It's like the sum of the, of the work that, 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 and the, and the additions you make in that game really have an impact. Now, if you were to look at like, and, and this is just removing contract scenario aside, just the player itself, uh, or themselves, like who would who would you think is a better fit, Dowd or Lawton for the Oilers? Uh, I'd say Dowd. I, I think you want to remove the contract part of it, but unfortunately you can't. Um, 
that one year at 1 million bucks is a huge difference maker for me and a huge differentiator than, than Lawton. And I would say that, you know, the tough part for Dowd is that even in one of his really good years, his offensive production is very similar to a bad year from Scott Lawton. Um, but it, it's, I think there's just more to it. I think there's more speed. I think there's more energy. Um, and I think when you think about different elements for the Oilers, like those are two pretty key things. Like he's an ace four checker and yes, Scott Lawton can apply pressure and he can be an elite penalty killer that I think is really important. He's plays the most shorthanded minutes among forwards for the flyers, uh, who have the second best unit in the league and first in net penalty killing percentage. Um, all those things are interesting, but you know, relative to, you know, contract to acquisition costs to whatever it might be. I, I think I'm slightly preferential to Dowd, but I think it's a really fair question. Where are we at with Chris Tanev right now? Are the flames still looking for a second round pick or is that price gone up a little bit? Nope. Uh, they are looking for the best deal they can get. And I think they're hoping for a first round pick. I think they've got multiple second round picks on the table uh, from multiple teams, not meaning two, but meaning that there's many teams that have let them know, Hey, we're willing to trade a second round pick to get Chris Tanev. And so they're kind of, holding out hope that they can get to that next level, whether it's through conditions, whether it's through better conditions, whether it's through sweetening the package by adding, um, you know, prospects involved, whatever it might be, they're trying to squeeze out every last drop from a deal on Tanev. And should someone step up and be willing to hit that price for that first round pick, I think you'd see him move instantly, but no one has gotten to that level just yet. Are the Oilers in the mix? I think they're keeping a an, a an eye on it. I don't think he's their number one priority or target, but I think that they're certainly monitoring it. Are they looking at any other potential defensive help? Or I just... think they're if they are looking for other defensive help, it would certainly be more of the depth variety than that type of level defenseman. All right, Frank, uh, we're going to wrap it up with some questions from the audience for our friends at Great Clips. There's nothing better than that confident feeling of walking out with a new haircut. I got, I got trimmed up the other day a little bit before the trip. I was feeling good with more than 4,400 hair salons throughout the United States and Canada. Great Clips is the world's largest hair salon brand and the official hair salon of the NHL. They're locally owned and operated, open seven days a week. And with the Great Clips check-in app, you can see the wait time, check in on your phone, and get your haircut when you need. Check out or find out more at greatclips.com. We got one here from our boy Mainlander, Tim Frank, who wants to know, any chance the Oilers can trade Jack Campbell? We haven't heard a lot about that recently, or are they heading towards a summer buyout? I, I think it's a situation that needs to be addressed. I don't think it is prudent to do it right now. I'd been saying for months on this show that I thought they should try and find a way to move him. But I think with the way things have developed with the spot that they're in, not addressing their goaltending, I think they're better off keeping him right now. And, and then potentially addressing that in the summer, I think um, waiting as long as they can on that front will be certainly more beneficial. Uh, and last one we had for you. I know you pointed it out on Twitter that we got a friend from Illinois coming to Edmonton for a nice Oilers road trip. We got our boy Dukes from Australia. We got a couple of friends from the UK in this weekend all coming for their first Oilers games. I want to ask you, you're an Eagles guy. You're a Phillies guy. What's your like dream Eagles or Philly road trip that you want to go on? Is there somewhere you'd love to see one of your teams play? Well, I'm trying to see the Phillies play in London this year. They're playing the Mets. So I'd love to do that. The Eagles, they're going to Sao Paulo for their first game of the year, the first wow. ever NFL game played in South America. And while it's a great time of year, it's opening week in the NFL uh, for a hockey reporter to go. It's like the first week of September. I, I can't really get my friends on board to do it. Cause they're like, ah, Brazil, like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, well, what's the worst that could happen? They're like, I don't know. You get your kidney carved out for trying to go to an NFL game. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a fair point. So, so maybe Phillies in London is the play is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that might be the best, uh, the best situation. I was really hoping that the Eagles got 
they were talking about going to Germany this year. That would have been really cool. That would have been sweet. All right, there you go. But I got to ask you something, though. Why? So I was talking uh, to Kevin Carius about this on the Kevin Carius show on Sports 1440. Why are there so many Bruins fans that infiltrate Edmonton? I don't think that I have a lot travel here. It's just original six teams always perform well in Canada because there's just like a deep-rooted history. So when there was only so many teams, that's your grandpa was a diehard Bruins fan. So then your your dad became a diehard Bruins fan, and so it kind of trickles down. Yeah. So it was just, I think it's just because of the history of the original six that there's a lot of like, well, when Toronto comes, God, that's annoying because there's so many Leafs fans, but there's just a lot of people from Toronto originally that now live out here in Edmonton. Same with Montreal, and then just Boston being that original six. And I, I think because they're Eastern Conference teams, it's easy for Oilers fans. Like, yeah, my dad and grandpa were Bruins fans, so like that's my second team. That's my Eastern Conference team. So the one game they come a year, you trade in your Oilers jersey for a Bruins jersey and go watch the See, game. I think that's what it is. I find that to be so suspect. Like we've talked about this though. Like the same people that wear Oiler fa- Oiler jerseys all season long. For that one game a year, they all of a sudden you see the same people at the rink and they're wearing a Leaf jersey, and you're like, that is just not okay. Like, unless you're going with your grandpa, right? You're yeah. like, I'm taking grandpa to the game. He loves the Bruins. I'm going to support grandpa. That's about it. But, like, yeah, for like, ugh, if it's not that situation, it just ick. Sorry, Ke- grandpa. Kevin was saying that he thinks a lot of people come over from Saskatchewan for just the Bruins game. Like, for whatever reason, there's a huge swath oh, yeah. of Bruin fans there. Yeah, for sure. Our boy, uh, Kerry McGowan, uh, he, uh, he's a Sasky boy and he's, he's a, he's a, he's a Boston fan when Boston's in town, uh, Boston first Saskatchewan's a free agent province. Yeah, it is. So there's probably a part of that too, is Edmonton's the closest destination for like a lot of rural Western Canadian fans. Yep. So if it is your team, it's the one time you, uh, well, Bobby Orr, man, like that's the thing, like Bobby Orr had an impact on Canadian hockey fans, yeah. which I understand, but that's also like. 50 plus years ago now yeah that's a good point i find it interesting i don't know that's all and i I think the idea that edmonton is um a destination for fans like even oiler fans that are sprinkled around the province and drive in you know they make it an event you drive in five hours for the game or if you live three hours you load up in a limo with a bunch of buddies and you you know you do that like that is an amazing part of oilers fandom that i just like I can't wrap my brain around sometimes. Well, there's McMullet. He lives in Strathmore, Alberta, which is south of Calgary. And he comes to every home game. He, Frank, he hasn't, he's been at every home game at Rogers place. And I think the streak might even go long in that. He drives three hours one way and goes home that night. It's wild. I was going to say, so he doesn't stay over. Oh, nope. Goes home. Has. Wow. Like that is just, that is a level like of dedication. And then like, how do you stay awake doing that drive every time in the middle of the night? You could probably make that drive with his eyes closed. And also, like, I think my 30-minute drive home is miserable if the Oilers shit the bed. I couldn't imagine stewing on it for, like, three hours. You're like, God damn it. It sucks. Um, yeah, it is. It's dedication. All right, Frank, we got to wrap it up. Big shout-out to our friends at Great Clips. Greatclips.com. It's going to be great. And Frank on the Star Mechanical Guest Line. Thanks for doing this, Frank. See you, guys. See you, Frank. Bye, Frank. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Frank's gone. Starmechanical.ca to check out their Frank. 27 emergency repair options. They do it all at Star Mechanical. Um, hmm. Did I tell you I have my game today? Oh, Liam's game. Is, yeah. Oh, we didn't oh. even. We didn't I'm excited. It's my even... first Liam's game of the season. Yeah. Give me a minute because I didn't even know that. Yeah, I got him. Are they in the, we're the, good. We got the boards, yeah. though. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So while we pull up that, let me do I this. I, you'll said to explain it to me as well. Yeah. I'll explain it. I'll explain okay. It. We have a lot to get to then in the final 18 <laughs> minutes of the show. So we're going to motor through a couple of things. Service Credit Union mock trade. The trade is fake. The money you can win at Service Credit Union is very, very real. The Service Big Share Contest is back. For a sixth year, and it's your chance to win one million dollars just by saving money. Yeah, real or money. Or just play Tyler at mini golf. Ah, damn it. <laughs> uh, anyone can enter by becoming a member and saving with service. Every five hundred dollars saved gives you five entries into the service big share contest. Transfer your existing savings to service for chances to win one million bucks. Contest ends April 30th, 2024. Skill test required for rules. Visit service.ca slash win. A couple of you threw them into the chat, so I will bring these to our attention. The first one came in. From Cal. Is it my five-month-old nephew, Cal? Who knows? Fogel, a first and a fourth for Tarasenko at 50% retained. So basically what you'd be breaking this thing down and do, the fourth is for Ottawa to keep 50% of the money. The first in Fogel is the value for Tarasenko. I'll start overpay for the Oilers. Huge you do not need to, you don't need Fogel in that. I don't even think you need a first. But you I need think to get a, salary out though. Oh no, we have the cap space for that. 50% retained and you yeah. could probably make it work. Second and third rounder for Tarasenko at 50% retained is the move. I wouldn't give up Fogel in this trade because I want to keep him as a internal rental in ways. Like he's an important part of this forward group. So I, I wouldn't give up that much for Tarasenko. No, I, I wouldn't either. I would maybe do like a pick in Lavoie. Like first in Lavoie? Maybe even like a second. I don't know. Like I, I don't just, think his like value's value's that high. I don't think yeah. he. You don't think teams are looking at him? No, I think they are. I just think like this is what happens. People, like GMs, go like mental as it, as things kind of just stew until the eleventh hour. Yeah, and like that first that they were never going to give up, they'll give up. But last like, year, there was a lot in this deal, but the Rangers only gave up a conditional first round pick for him. A conditional first is fair. Yeah, I just think there are. There are enough Rono conditional first, like it's going out of style. <laughs> there are enough other quality f- forwards on the market that I and I don't think Tarasenko. Who would you put above him? Well, can you go to the top ten of the trade targets yeah. board? Okay, Henrik Lawton. You put Henrik in front of him. Yeah, I put Henrik in front of Tarasenko. He's not the player he used to be. I think he's a good complementary winger, but there's question marks in that Bucinevich game. He can sure. shoot, and if Gensel's available and Buchnevich is available, like I don't know. There, there are some. I'm just worried about. I think the acquisition cost for those guys is much higher, and that's if it costs you. If Ottawa says we want a first and say Lavoie to keep fifty percent, I just say I'm good and I go give up a second for Anthony Duclair and I save the asset. I wonder why. You, so you put you put Duclair and Tarasenko at the same level. I put Tarasenko above Duclair, but not at such a significant gap that I'm willing to give up a first for one. What about a conditional first? I, then you're tying up two picks and you have other needs you need to address. I don't really see that either. Uh, second mock trade we have is from Bring Cassie and Home, who said you give up the first. He said 2014. I'm going to assume he actually meant 2024. I think I wrote that. If you can pull off the 2014, <laughs> do it. Do it. Wait, who is our first rounder in 2014? Nurse? Wait, no, Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl. Oh, no, I'm no, out no, on no, that. No, 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 I'm no. good. Uh, 2024 first, Borgo, Fogel, and a third for Buchnevich and Sunquist. Sunquist is a guy there's been some talk about as maybe don't a mind, option. Don't mind the package. Don't mind the package. So Sunquist comes in at 775K. If you were to waive Yanmark or include Yanmark in the deal and bring him in, you save a little bit of cap space there, which would be interesting. The only problem I have with this, I love Pavel Buchnevich. 5.8 million extra year on the deal. Love the extra year. Not sure quite how you work in 5.8. For this offseason. I'm or just going to say what everyone else says. Cap's going up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, I get that. But, oh, man. Just kind of looking yeah. at. To answer the trade, yes. I would I would do that. Because you're filling yes. two holes. It's tough to f- kind of figure out with the money. But if you can figure it out, then yeah. Whatever. If you can make the money work, I, I would be, I'd be in, like, the first for, in a deal for Just say bring Cassian home, too. That's, yeah. uh, that's his name. That's his name. Oh. YouTube chat. Sorry. Yeah, everyday listener. Uh, there you go. There are your mock trades for Service Credit Union and the Service Big Share contest um we got liam's game okay well let's get to liam's game and today it's going to be brought to you aaron i'm throwing you on the spot it is brought to you by tourism jasper today uh you can Mm. find out still some time left in winter 
Still a couple of weeks left if you want to yep. go out and experience the Rockies. They got they had a bunch of family day stuff going on, which looked mm-hmm. like a lot of fun. Um, but you don't need any excuse to go to the Rockies. You're going out right away to Jasper Liam just to treat your girl. I am. JPL, here I come. That's a smart man. To, or Jasper.travel to find out and, more information. And shout out to uh, one of our nation uh, vacation trip goers, Jenna, who yep. lives in, and works in Jasper. Yep. I drove home and, right after our flight. Oh, yeah, she but, was on call. On call yeah, that she, night she as works a nurse. For hospital, yeah. But she moved to Jasper and she's like, I love this place. How could you not? Jasper.travel to find out more. Uh, Liam's game. So here's how it works. We got $25 to nation gear up for grabs. Can I win it? Yes. Okay. No, no. Well, okay. Okay. So we have we have an easy player. I got I got some hard currency to spend here. <laughs> yeah. We have an easy player and a tough player. Liam gives the clues. If you're the first one to get the easy player, you're entered into the draw. If you're one of the first three to get the tough player, you're also entered into the draw. We spin the wheel for four names. One of you gets twenty five dollars. Two nation gear. Oh, it's all brought to you. I by feel like I'm too delicate to try to reach deep well, into the database here. Here's another layer to it. Nobody. The players played from 2000 onwards. So, no, we're not going too far back. Also, since this is the first time we've ever done it on a game day, both these players played for Edmonton and Boston. Hell yeah. So, oh, wow. Okay. Well, now right. I can't wait. You're All proud right. of that, yeah. dude. Right. The wheel yeah. spinning right Let's now. Go. Give us the clues. Here's the I've easy got one. a dirty one. I'm uh, ready for it. <laughs> I played close to 1,000 games in the NHL. I was drafted in a round that no longer exists. I played for four different NHL teams. I played for both Edmonton and Calgary, and I guess also Boston. Hmm. Uh, sorry, defenseman. Ooh, I, I think I know it. Sorry. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Is it right? Might be right. Oh man, that's uh, where I'm going to lock in my guess. Edmonton I'm going to see if anybody Calgary with a Boston sprinkle. All right. Somebody already got it. This is the easy one? Yeah. Are, are we giving it, even though he spelt it slightly wrong? Yeah, I'll give it to We'll him. give it to him? All right. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is him. Yeah. Where is it? We can flash up. The... That one's... Yeah, that should have been easy. I told you, the the processor after a nation <laughs> vacation runs a little slow. It yeah, was uh, Seth Van Burkle who got it. Andrew Ferentz. Andrew Terrence. <laughs> we'll give you that one, Seth. We'll give you that one. Seth is in the draw. The easy one Eight was... Eight-round pick, you know, Ferentz. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. This was the team he played for was uh, Pittsburgh. He was drafted, drafted, by, yep. drafted by the Penguins. And then he went to Calgary, and then he signed the ticket in Boston? Yes, in Edmonton. Yeah, Edmonton. All right, there you go. Andrew Ferentz was your first answer, your second player. Second player. This one a little bit more tricky. I played less than 200 games in the NHL. Oh, jeez. I am a defenseman. I never played more than 50 games in an NHL season. I finished my career playing in Europe. Euler and Bruin. Euler and Bruin. Oh, That's a big hint. I am a defenseman. Defense People still guessing Andrew Ferentz. Nope. This one is not going to be Ferentz again. Um, ooh, ooh, that's an interesting no, one. Uh, is, it, is it not Sean Brown? Oh no, I thought you were looking at Griffin Reinhardt. Oh, Sean Brown is a good choice. Is that it? No, no oh. it's not Sean Brown. I think he played more than two hundred games. Yeah, I thought I kind of thought he did too. Oh man, I am trying to rack my brain on this. Two thousand on. Yeah, two thousand on. Is it? I have a mystery clue. As soon as I say it, people will guess it. So I will leave it to the side. A defenseman, less than 200 games, finished the career in Europe. Um, ooh, there, there's maybe, is it that one? Yes. Oh, that is oh, it. I did not know he played for Boston. I think he's got to go in. Oh, he's there, got to go in. It's been a few now. Have we hit all three? Uh, I have three names. I'll give the final clue for people. You once stepped on someone's face in warm-ups. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, that does give it away. Like, it away if you good. didn't know it, you know it. Um, so there you go. We got our three names in the draw. Mainlander Tim was one of them. JBD and Keegan McDowell. You have to say who the player is. Corey, oh, Corey Potter. <laughs> Corey Potter. Corey Perry. Uh, Corey Potter was the answer for the tough mystery player today. So we got four names in the draw, Liam. Here we go. Spin in the wheel. Uh, you throw the people right, the wheel turn. too quickly? You gotta, I get to they the need wheel. to see the wheel. The winner is JBD. 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 See that from there. JBD, you've won $25 to Nation Gear. Email me, Tyler at the nation network.com and say, I am JBD. I am the winner, and we will get you hooked up with a $25 GC to Nation Gear, where you can maybe get the varsity collection that Liam's rocking. Maybe you want to come to one of the watch parties. Does that work? Would the gift card work? 
I don't know. It might be only yeah. on merch. I shouldn't have said that. Who knows? Just why? get a just get a hoodie yeah, anyways. Why? What are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Just get a hoodie. The varsity collection. It's beautiful. Simplistic. Yeah, try to Costco. Probably will work. <laughs> uh, Lance, I won 25 bucks once. Spent 100 bucks on nation gear. You ah, you, I can yeah. see how you'd get a look carried away. Uh, there you go. Liam's game brought to you by Tourism Jasper. We have to talk about our keys to victory. It's been a Sherwood Ford giant game day, both Frank and the Nation Vacation recap. We really haven't sunk yeah. our teeth into this matchup here. One trend that has emerged for the Oilers yes. as of late that I am getting real tired of, and it is going to be my key to victory that was for our friends at Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Don't fall asleep for the middle 20 minutes. If you do that against Boston, like, they totally fell apart for 20 minutes against Arizona, and it was tied going into the third. If you fall asleep for 20 minutes against Boston, they're really damn good. You will probably be down by three goals if that happens. So it is an easy key to victory for me, guys. It is don't fall asleep in the middle 20. Yeah, um, I'm going to say Stuart Skin is my key to victory tonight. I think he's actually been pretty good, and the team has let him down. But I would like to see him tighten steal, things up a little bit. You steal know? a game for us? Yeah, I'll take that. I don't hate that either. Uh, Jay, you got to keep yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard not to kind of echo what you said, Tyler. It's just play hard for 60 minutes. You're playing the Boston Bruins. So this is a very interesting test. You're going to need to play hard against them, even if they're not having their best night. So a strong, full 60-minute effort. Uh, Mainlander Tim, key to victory. PK is back. Mainlander Tim also said, OMG, I'm getting texts from my wife who heard my name. Apparently, she's out somewhere and listening to the chat. <laughs> Made a new fan on the vacation, which we absolutely love to hear. Our keys to victory for Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. The opening is coming up this March, and you will not want to miss it. It will be the exclusive spot in Sherwood Park for all things Yamaha, which include Yamaha boats, boat motors, dirt bikes, ATV side-by-sides, and motorcycles. It is Sherwood Power Sports and Marine teaming up with our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giant, and they will get you ready for all of your favorite summer activities. Get out on the water. I think we're going to have a good summer. Maybe we do a show from a boat. Got to get on a boat. Yes. Got to get on a boat. Uh, all right. There you go. Sure. Our keys to victory. It, it for sure. Connects Power to uh, your sweater. Uh, we do have some game notes to get to today for the Boston Bruins. They come in. They've honestly kind of been sputtering along yeah. a little bit as of late. It has not been a good run. Four, four, and two in their last 10. They're no longer in that top spot in the Eastern Conference. That now belongs to the Florida Panthers. And they have been having some pretty weak defensive efforts as of late against the Dallas stars. The Bruins gave up 74 shot attempts at five V five. And I also looked into things with their dynamic duo. We obviously know the Oilers, McDavid and dry saddle. They're split up again for this hockey game today, which I always say is best for the Oilers, but the Bruins with both Pasternak and Marchand on the ice at five on five this year, the goals are only 17, 16 in favor of Boston at five on five. With both of them off the ice, they're actually outscoring the other team 60 to 47. The differential is much greater with their two best players off the ice versus on the ice. And considering they were such a dynamic duo with Patrice Bergeron last year, it's been interesting to see that Boston, again, actually is finding better success with this line combo. Marshawn and Pasternak on separate lines. You see uh, Pasta's playing with Zaka and DeBrusque. Charlie Coyle centers Brad Marshawn and Danton Heinen. With just Pasternak on the ice, 27-13. With just Marshawn, 15-11. So Boston's found this great little depth balance play, which is surprising considering they lost Krejci. They lost Bergeron. They seemingly had a black hole down the middle, but they've somehow find a, found a way to just keep it humming along. It's just a culture that they've been able to build. There's that mentality of we can win with whatever lineup we have, right? And it's been like that way for, for years when guys just leave. And they're just a good team. It doesn't matter who's out there. So I think they're a threat everywhere. And it's, it is interesting that they've been able to split those guys up and still find it, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel says, would love DeBrusque on the oil. Shout out to our boy, Louie, who signed Captain Felton's Louis DeBrusque rookie yeah. card necklace. And Captain Felton was very excited, very excited. about that. Uh, Jay, this Bruins man, they just keep humming and they're dangerous. And they have two good goalies and a good know, blue man. line. It's just like, holy shit. Yeah, they're, they, they might be sputtering right now, but they're still 4-4-2 f- four, four and two is sputtering. Yeah, I know. Right, yeah. so like that's that's a pretty good uh, you know night to be on if that's what a bat is going to be. But uh, yeah, you got to take these guys for real, and uh, they're pros and they know how to win hockey games. So we have to make sure we show up. 
Game notes for today are brought to you by Charm Diamond Centers. Whatever you need, they have knowledgeable staff. They're willing to listen. Even if you're maybe someone who's not great in the jewelry game, Charm Diamond Centers can help you out. They're also Canadian-owned with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brands. If you're in the market for a ring, you can get a custom ring built and delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and an unbeatable pricing policy. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. Those are your game notes for tonight as Edmonton gets set to take on Boston. Game day betting challenge for our friends at Betway, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. None of us hit big. We chased the juice. Did we ever? I regret nothing. I know. I Man, and I had one I was looking at, but I'm like, no, I got to go for more. And I think that one hit too. Damn it. I came very close. David, two assists, I bet three. But you know what you had to. Of course, bankroll cashed. I still, like, my, my portfolio of betting for that game, I was still up. And there was a lot of hard bets there. Yeah, um, you are still up on the year, and I, oh man, I, my, I, I had a little bit of a run going there. I cleaned oh, up like I'm three barely... and a half units or four units over a week run, um, but no, I, I'm coming off a loss. I mentioned earlier, Evan Bouchard's hit his shot prop in four of his last five. David Pasternak loves shooting the puck. He's been hitting this mark a lot. Pasta and Bouch, it's one of those little player same game things they put together. One of the player specials on Betway. That's the column you have to go to. Play those two together. It's plus 125. I like that. Plus money. Honestly, I don't know how the Oilers are going to come out back on home ice. The Bruins are a damn good team. I don't love that the Oilers are heavy, or not heavy, but they're, it's not a pickup. The Oilers are minus 130 on the money line. So They should. I, they should be. I know. They're the home team. I, I know. know. I know. But still, it, money line just makes me nervous. So I'm going to something that doesn't involve a winner. Both teams have been getting good goaltending through stretches. So past and boost, three plus shots, plus 125. Liam, you're going with what we'd call your new old reliable. I mean, come on. Two plus assists from McDavid plus 200. Send me the check. McDavid, I think he'll get a goal tonight too. He hasn't scored in quite a while since Vegas. Okay, what do you like? Well, <laughs> you know... It was really hard to try to pick a bet, and it's probably because, once again, the state I'm in. So this is the only one I could really look at and understand what it meant. Uh, so I think a power play goal in the first. I just think... Just throwing a dart. Just throwing a dart. Yeah. It's plus money. Uh, gets me back, uh, you know, back on the good side. So power play goal in the first. All right. 2.2 to 1. All three of us going with plus money bets for our Betway game Always. day betting challenge. You guys hanging on to those positive units by a thread. Mm. I am looking to have some sort of a final 20 game run here where I can get hot. So there you go. The challenge for our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. The menu for DoorDash 25% off zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. All you need to do is download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. You see it up at the top of your screen. Don't air for you tonight, Liam. Oh, yeah. I am probably going to do a burrito on my way home because I am feeling it today. Well, don't air for me. I'm uh, I'm torn between oodle noodle or pho. Mm. That's interesting. What I like doing as well, and my drive back into St. Albert is like 25 minutes. So you can go on DoorDash. And instead of having them drop it off your house, you can just go pick it up at the restaurant. So you still get your DoorDash rewards and all that stuff. You rack up the points. And then just on your way home, you zip in, grab the food like you're the DoorDash driver. I'm my own DoorDash driver sometimes. Um, so I'm probably going to be doing that on my way back in today. Uh, what do we got going on? The Notebook recorded a new episode the other day. That is up on... No, it did not. It's on, coming up. On we Friday. Were, on Friday, Friday. You guys have a new one coming up. Better late than never today. Better late than never today. And we got pre-gaming tonight with Boardsy and myself. We barely talked about the hockey game going on. I know. So if you want any information, come hang out with me. Tyler, we'll get y'all set for pregaming. And what as well, yeah. I don't even know if we brought this up. RNH is sick. Looks like he's not going to play tonight. Holloway. Warren Fogel. Getting everyone top sick. Line. Yeah, Fogel up to the top line with McDavid and Hyman. I don't hate that at all. Kane with Drysaddle and McLeod. Got to keep McLeod up there in the top six. What'll just be interesting to me is if Nuge is good to play. I know Gregor says it seems unlikely, but if Nuge is good to play, is, it, is Fogel the placeholder for Nuge? Is Holloway the placeholder for Nuge? Which one is it? This Fogel. though, just Fogel. with the lines Fogel. the way they are, this feels like he's not playing tonight. I don't think he'll play. I, I mean, he's, if he's sick, you shouldn't give him the time. You got a lot of big games coming. Oh, it's, it's, it stings to not happen tonight, though. Yeah, yeah, I know. Big chance for Evander Kane on the power play. Yeah, yeah that's Paul a good Perry, point. Maybe uh, probably, probably Kane. Right? Fogel goal is probably a good bet tonight. Yeah. Ooh. 
That's interesting. Although like, should have what, talked about the lineup before we did our betting segment. I, t- I told you, man, I did. I just was not in the right minds. So. Uh, yeah. All right. There you go. Uh, some game notes for you from our friends at DoorDash as well. Pre-gaming comes up at seven o'clock with myself and Aaron Bordado. I'll be at the game tonight as well as you'll return home. Wearing a Bruins jersey for Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Or like that guy in our section who uh, oh, at the, the game. Oilers. He's wearing oh. Yote stuff. Oilers go up 5-3. Just Yote stuff comes off. McDavid shirt underneath. Yeah, love that guy. Yeah, that was hilarious. All right. That is a wrap on today's edition of the show. Big shout out to Frank Saravalli for swinging by on the Star Mechanical guest line. It was nice to be back in studio and doing a nice regular show yeah. as well. And uh, again, pre and post game tonight right here on the Oilers Nation YouTube. I'll be on with Gregor today as well. So he's live right here in just under an hour as well. And then we'll talk to you tomorrow on hopefully a Victory Thursday edition of the show. See you at noon Mountain Time. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.